What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined today by Kobe Emwar. This MIT grad is a CEO of River Health, an affordable health care for just $34, $35 a month. That's right. I want to cheapen it. It's not yeah. 34 it's 35 Right. This guy has a background in startups, finance. He even helped to organize the 12th annual summit of Nobel Peace Laureates. Super interesting background. Really excited to chat with him. I came across River Health at a trade show and uh, was really impressed with it and and what you do and and how you do it. Um, so, Kobe, welcome to Give Innovation. Yeah, Zach, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to to share more about River Health and, and what we're trying to do in the industry. So, yeah, t- tell me a little more about this. How is it a dollar more than thirty four dollars a month? Like. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, you know, when we started a company, the idea was really simple. We wanted to build a health benefits product that actually works for employers who just do not have the budget to offer a full-blown health insurance plan, right? Now, mm-hmm. if you're trying to buy a plan from Blue Cross or United Healthcare, it's going to cost you several thousands of dollars uh, per employee per year. And for most restaurants and service businesses, the economics just don't work. It's not like right. you don't want to provide the benefits. It's just that the economics just won't work. Uh, be able to provide a full-blown health insurance plan to an hourly employee. So we wanted to design a benefit package that would be $50, um, or cheaper, so $50, we have a $50 package, we have a $35 package, and just make that available to to the restaurant industry, right? And so that's the whole idea behind River Health. So of course, in order to do that, you can pack everything into it. So we had to be selective around the services that people actually want and use frequently and design a model that can make it super affordable. So I'll be more than happy to dive into the dynamics, but on a high level, that's what we wanted to achieve. And that's how we arrived at that $35 price point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. So like a restaurant wants, yep. uh, let's say they want to provide health insurance, which yep. sounds crazy for a restaurant to do that. But at these kinds of dollars, 35, 50, it, maybe it's not so crazy. So like, it, right. tell me, tell me a little bit about how that works. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we specifically made sure that our product was in like a traditional ACA health insurance product, right? Because you have a lot of regulatory issues to go through, you know, it just makes the product expensive just by design. So what we've built is we looked at data, just looking at what healthcare services young adults typically uh, over-index on. Um, so if you think about in service industry, a lot of the employees are younger. So we looked at the services they use on a daily basis. Like and we Botox. Said, <laughs> Maybe not Botox, but you know, so it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like someone needs to see a doctor for a minor illness. They have a UTI, you know, they need an annual physical, a well woman exam. They need to get birth control, sort of your everyday healthcare services. And we figured that we can put these services in a bundle and offer those services alone, right? So our plans are not designed to, you know, um, offer services like 
childbirth and surgery. It's more designed to offer primary and behavioral health care services. Now, to arrive at that $35 price point, we, we've, we've had to innovate a little bit. We have to include virtual care as well as in-person office visits. So let's say if someone has a UTI, we can take care of it virtually. You can see a doctor virtually. They can write a prescription and send it to your local pharmacy. And it only costs about $4 to have a virtual visit. But if you go to Man, an urgent care, yeah. that is Stuff like that is just so awesome because- so much of the time, it's like, I want to talk to a doctor, but I don't want to go. I don't want to drive to the doctor. I don't want to go and exactly. sit in a waiting room for hours. It's like this, the, the virtual concept just makes so much sense. Definitely. Um, it, it does make a lot of sense. And, you know, if you go to, if you get virtual care through a platform, right, it's included in your $35 subscription, but you don't pay anything, but it costs us about just $4 versus if you went to an urgent care to get your um, UTI taken care of, it's probably going to cost about $120, $150, right? Yeah. So that's just very huge. The Delta is so huge and it's just the same service. You can get your prescriptions right away. So we've designed our model in a way that allows services that can be treated online to be taken care of by a virtual provider versus if you have like a minor injury, you know, you, you have a knife cut or something. We can't do that virtually, unfortunately, yeah. at least not yet. <laughs> so then you have to go to an urgent care. So by you know balancing these services, we're able to keep costs super low for all of our members and be able to enjoy, uh, enjoy the savings. And so whether you're a restaurant with two employees, you know, we work in like a lot of coffee shops and restaurants that are just two employees, five employees, 10 employees, all the way to some of our large clients like Kohl's um, and Cracker Barrel that have like you know, 50,000 employees, 60,000 employees, where would you serve employers across the board? So if I'm a restaurant and I'm looking to help my people get insurance, is this something that would, so this doesn't like replace catastrophic right. insurance, for example. So that's right. something where, hey, you guys get catastrophic insurance to, you know, barring any horrible unforeseen incident. Um, but we'll provide you this, which, which from what I understand, the $35 is like, you go to the doctor, the prescription, the virtual visits, and the $50 also includes mental health. Um, right. is that correct? That's correct. So a lot of what we see, um, employees do when restaurants offer a product, the employees are able to buy catastrophic coverage, which is much cheaper than buying a full-blown plan. So they get super cheap premiums and the employer is able to offer our product on top of that. So that for your everyday healthcare needs, which is a majority of the healthcare services you use anyway, that goes on the River Health plan. So, you know, your, like you said, your visits to a doctor, your prescriptions, lab testing, access to virtual care. We even include wellness services. So our members get like periodic yoga passes, all our members. Members also get like a free calm meditation subscription as part of their membership, right? Oh, so your cool. everyday, yeah, it's, it's really neat. So your everyday healthcare needs, you route that through River Health. Um, but in the case of a catastrophic event, you can buy a low cost catastrophic plan to cover you if you get hit by a bus or, or something crazy like that. Right. So is this something where the restaurants can offer this, say, um, can like introduce you to their employees, or is it something where the restaurant has to pay for it and then give it to their employees? Like, can, can an individual, let's say I'm a server at a restaurant who doesn't offer any health insurance, yeah. can, I, can I go and sign up for River Health? Yeah, so the way we've designed it, we mainly sell through employers, so the employer can choose to cover all of the costs of the plan, which is majority of the restaurants we work with, or they can choose to cover some of the costs. So we have employers who are like, okay, I'll cover $25, you cover 
$25 for the $50 plan, or I'll pay 20, you pay 15. Or the employer can choose not to cover anything at all and make it available to the employees. Employees who typically do not cover anything at all, they make it available to the employees through payroll deduction. So, you know, that $35 comes out of your payroll, you can spread it um, over the month. So maybe if you're paid twice a month, you know, it's just a small deduction from your payroll. And you it's also a pre-tax benefit. So you're able to save a little bit of money um, with, with taxes as well. So that's typically how uh, employers offer the product. Interesting. And, and you know, we normally for... For our regular listeners, we normally don't dive into so much around like, what do our guests do? But this is just so fascinating because it it almost seems like, oh, yeah, this makes a lot of sense. Like for a couple of doctor visits, for prescription, for the mental health, it's like for for the basic things, if you're not getting surgery, you're not getting hit by a bus, you're not having babies, like- It, it, it makes sense. And for a lot of the people in our industry, um, that's that's the stage of life that they're at. And definitely. And, De- and definitely. taking a look at, you know, the, the healthcare system in general, is there is there like a solution uh in sight for fixing quote unquote the healthcare system? I mean, that's what <laughs> everyone talks about that code, right. right? Everyone is like our healthcare system in America is broken. Yeah. And I don't Mike, I don't really know, you know, I, granted I haven't done like a, a ton of research on it. I don't know who has a quote unquote fixed uh right. healthcare system. Everyone yep. seems to be seems to complain about their healthcare. Uh, yep. No matter where they live, I've been to 50 countries. Everyone <laughs> yeah. every country I've been to has complained about their healthcare. Yeah. But what is there any solution in sight? Is there a possibility that it could ever be fixed? Yeah, whatever so that it, means. <laughs> right. Yeah, whatever fix means. Right. So I mean, when you, I know a lot of people say you know the healthcare system is broken, but the the truth is, is actually not. Like it's just working exactly as it was designed to work. Right. Mm. So everyone in the industry, from insurance companies to hospitals to doctors to nurses. Everyone is doing what they're supposed to do just based on how the system is designed, right? So there's there's a reason why your local hospital system wants to consolidate with another healthcare system so that they can charge insurance, uh, they can have, they can be able to negotiate better with insurance and get better reimbursement, right? There's a reason why the insurance company is spending money to acquire um, healthcare systems and healthcare providers. So it's just like everyone everyone has an interest um, in the healthcare system and there are like so many laws put in place to help the incumbents, you know, stay profitable. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the only way you actually fix the healthcare system is government intervention. Like I'm not convinced that a single company or, you know, an innovator, no matter how much money you've raised from VCs, you just can't because it's a large industry. Um, There's a lot of bureaucracy and the incumbents are entrenched just because of the laws that they've, they've been able to put in place, right? So it's just super difficult to change it. So when we think about the space, what we ask ourselves is what can we do for the people who need healthcare services now, right? So when we sell a product, we're not telling employers that we're going to fix all the healthcare needs of your employees, right? But what we say is for your employees' everyday healthcare needs, for their primary care and their mental health care services, Here's what we can do about that. We can fix that. We can make it easy for them to see a doctor, right? They can talk to a virtual doctor in less than 15 minutes. 
they get their prescriptions delivered to them at no additional cost to them, free home delivery, right? Arrives in about three to five days. Um, they can see a therapist at no additional cost. They can get same day office appointments and we're able to deliver on that. And we don't, we're not going to fix everything with the healthcare system. It's just fixing primary and behavioral healthcare services. And talking about the employee experience, have you found any correlation between providing health insurance and retention of employees? Yeah. yeah, that's that's huge. And that's like one of our selling points, right? So a lot of the employees we work with tie a benefit to some um, eligibility requirements. Maybe you have to work a certain number of hours a week or a month, or you have to be with the business for about a month or so to get that benefit. And we've been, we, we can see a spike in retention when employers start offering our product. So from our surveys on average, we're seeing about a 14% increase in retention, which is huge uh, in I mean, the service industry. When you think industry. of the, the cost, the amount of turnover, right. the training, the recruiting, you know, exactly. how much time do you spend in interviews? 14%. If you could save yourself 14% of all that, yeah. That, yeah. that's pretty awesome. That, that's huge. And even if it's like 2%, it still pays for itself, right? So like the cost to replace um, a manager is about $2,000 uh, to replace a server is around $1,200. So if you look at the cost savings alone, it just makes sense to offer a product like this uh, to increase retention across the board. Um, the other yeah, stats- we're talking, we're talking 400, 500 bucks a year exactly. to, to provide this for your, for your people. Exactly. Exactly. It's not, it's not crazy at all. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the guys at, at Tipsy have an interesting study looking at employee satisfaction and happiness and how that correlates to online reviews, right? And, uh-huh. you know, it all boils down to the server. So if the server is happy to be there, they don't hate your job, the guest is going to have a great experience. They're going to leave great reviews, right? So the, 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 the service like this that can improve employee satisfaction, improve retention, improve happiness, it also has a direct impact on your bottom line as well. And that's something where, you know, with in, in our industry, the server, the people are the last line, right? And right. that's part of the problem about third-party delivery is that yeah. you give it to a third party and then they deliver it. And it's kind of, you know, you hope that they provide uh, a respectful experience. Right. But like you look at something like Amazon where they've put all the people behind technology. Yeah. And so the, the margin of error is much less. Yeah. Uh, but we still have people, which means that we still need to figure out how do we keep them happy because exactly. their happiness is going to affect the guest experience. And exactly. I, I think that's kind of leading to the question of what do you think is the most important aspect of guest experience nowadays? Um, you know, to, to your point, as, as what we're talking about, you know, probably uh, my guess is you'd say like uh, the employee happiness, but I don't want to put yeah. words in your mouth. That, that's that just seems to to make the most sense to me. Yeah, that, that's spot on. It's just really the employee happiness, right? Like, I mean, it, it's not how fancy the restaurant is or anything of the sort. If you go to a fancy restaurant and like your server is like moody and it's just not a great experience, right? So when I go to a place, I really appreciate it. I enjoy the restaurant. If the person bringing my food is actually happy to be there, right? And I know that they're well compensated and, and all of that. And I don't know if you if you go on like Reddit and look up restaurants, you can see a lot of employee complaints, employees yeah. talking about, you know, how either you're not well-paid or they don't get any benefits, they don't have flexibility and all of that. And I think people are becoming quite conscious about these things. They want to go to a place where they feel like the company treats the employees well. 
Um, so I would say that's definitely the, the most important part of, of the guest experience. And that's some, that's a point we make to employers when we sell the product that, hey, you know, the, offering healthcare is good. It's a great thing to, to, to do, but it also improves employee happiness. It will improve retention and that has a direct impact on your bottom line. Love that. And any any other cool, I mean, obviously the, the system you set up is a really cool innovation, but any other cool innovations that you've seen in the market lately? Yeah, definitely. And and this is not in healthcare. So um, I became aware of a company um, through a mutual connection called WeCare that essentially they do childcare for hourly employees, right? And it turns out hourly employees actually do need childcare more than anyone, right? Because if they uh, if they have to take care of a child, they're not going to make the shift um, or they if there's a change in the schedule, for example, they quickly need someone to take care, uh, take care of their dependents. And that's what they do. They provide super affordable childcare to hourly employees, and they can even offer that as a pre-tax um, uh, employer benefit um, as well. So, oh. you know, you can offer this to your employees and say, hey, if you have to come in um, to work or if you have to extend your hours, we will provide childcare uh, you'll be able to do that. And it's super affordable. So I love what you're doing at WeCare. Um, yeah, that's that's one of the, the more exciting products in the industry. Really cool. Now, brass tax, what, help, help for people who maybe haven't looked into catastrophic insurance. Yeah. Um, is catastrophic insurance something that the employee or the employer would get or either? Yeah, so the employee can get it. Um, the employer can get it as well, right? So at River Health, we actually practice what we preach. So we all have River Health, right? Like we we uh-huh. use our own, our own solution, um, and we also have uh, catastrophic coverage, right? So you know, in in um, I've had River Health for about you know, two and a half years now, over three years now, and I have never used my insurance. I don't remember the last time I used my insurance. Knock on wood, uh, right? I've never used my catastrophic care, but you can go on the ACA on the Affordable Care Care marketplace and find a great catastrophic plan we even have employers who offer like an accident plan through guardian which is very different from a catastrophic plan the accident plans will typically pay you money so let's say you're in a car accident they pay thirty thousand dollars for a car accident and then you pay the hospitals or the doctors who are taking care of you so there are so Uh many products within the catastrophic um, care space and the employee can pick one or the employer can choose to offer that. And so what's the ballpark of a catastrophic plan for those who haven't looked into it? Yeah. So it really depends on how much coverage you want. So there's yeah. a couple of these fixed plans. So you can get a, a plan that's like a $2 million policy or like an accident plan. That's like a $60,000 policy. It really depends on the individual and like the amount of risk you, you want to take. Um, but I've seen everything on the low side, some that's low as $45 for, for catastrophic coverage with a limited dollar amount all the way up to about $200. So it really depends on the amount of uh, catastrophic coverage that you want to get. Very cool. Now, Kobe, who deserves innovation in your opinion? Who's somebody that we should be following? Yeah, so so I think that this, is a, this is a little like unusual, but I think there are a lot of um, healthcare systems and organizations that are doing a really good job to offer transparent healthcare services to the employees, uh, not to the employees, but just to the public. And one example would be CVS, right? Now, if you're going to see a doctor and you called the doctor to say, hey, how much is this visit going to cost? They probably can't tell you, right? And like for people who are very price sensitive, that becomes an issue. What CVS is trying to do with your minute clinics and the CVS health hubs is to just want to tell you everything up front. If you have a cold and you want to come in, 
the hotel is going to cost you $90. If you need a test, it's going to cost you $50. If you need prescriptions, it's going to cost mm. you $20. So you're able to plan um, ahead of time. And for people who are price sensitive, that's a great value add. Right. So at least in that industry, that's a company that's that's doing its very best to um, uh, to improve the care delivery experience. I think that makes so much sense, right? Because the frustrating thing is when you go to the I don't remember the last time I went to the doctor and I <laughs> knew what I was paying walking out. You know, it's always yep. like, I don't know, is, is this a ten dollar copay? Am I right. paying two hundred and fifty dollars? Am I paying four hundred dollars for like the prescription? Like it's just yeah. it's all so hidden behind all this stuff. Um, I yeah. love that transparency. Yeah, definitely. And and people complain about that a lot, right? Like, you know, the, the most annoying thing is when you get a bill in the mail. So sometimes when someone buys a product and they're trying to go to see the doctor, they'll send a message and be like, are you sure I'm not going to get a bill? Are you sure that's it? Are you sure there's no additional cost? So transparency is huge and it really increases access to patients. Well, and to me, it's not just around, you know, it's it's annoying to get the bill in the mail. What's more annoying is getting the bill and then yeah. getting the bill and then getting the yes. bill. Like, exactly. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how long, you know, we've got three kids, one on the way. Yeah. I can't tell you how long I get medical bills after each birth. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's like for yeah. six months, I feel like people are sending me bills <laughs> for the baby. And I'm like, are we not done yet? Exactly. Are we not My done, kid yeah. is almost out of the house. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's that's the problem we all have to deal with now. And uh, we're trying to fix that, at least on the primary care side and on the mental health care side. Love that. So, Kobe, how do people find and follow you in River Health? Yeah. So, um, River Health, you can go to our website, helloriver.com to read more. On LinkedIn, we're River Health. On the other socials, Instagram and Twitter, we are Ask River Health. And um, Kobe Amor everywhere on, on Twitter, LinkedIn, everywhere else. And that's K-O-B-B-Y-A-M-O-A-H. Well, Kobe, for giving us a healthy outlook on health insurance, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you so much for joining us on Giving Ovation, my man. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Glad you're with us today. And thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe, and as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.